0: Welcome to a very special episode of Talking Pictures Podcast. I'm here today with my co-host Brian. Brian, how are you? Yes. (laughs) And we're here to do a special episode. This is a a bonus episode. Um, We received an email from a very dedicated fan by the name of David Byrne. So, email reads as follows. Hi David and Brian. I'm a fan of the podcast and it keeps me company on the way to work. Just wanted to give a potential suggestion if you gentlemen don't mind. I recently rewatched Scarface directed by Brian De Palma and written by one of my favorite one of my favorites Oliver Stone. I would love to hear about any of your favorite gangster films and if you have any your best Al Pacino roles. Love the podcast, really excited to hear if you guys talk about it. Regards, David Burns. Well, first of all, once again, thanks so much, David. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, sending that in. If anyone wants to send in any other suggestions or emails, send it Talking to TalkingPicturesPodcast1 at gmail.com. We'd really appreciate it. But yeah, we're going to talk about um, the kind of gangster genre and some of our favourite, uh, you know, some of our favourite movies that lie in that genre and some Al Pacino roles. Yes. <laughs> um, so you you're a bit more into kind of gangster films than I am. You want to talk a little bit about that?
1: I, I the gangster genre and all a heap of the movies were bred into me as a child, mm-hmm. uh, if you will. So this is still when you're um, buying DVDs. Maybe I was in sixth class, fifth mm-hmm. class, going to extra vision still. Extra vision days. Um, it was a it was a bonus uh, cherry on top to get. DVDs brought to the house, whether it was from Amazon or from a HMV or mm-hmm. whoever they were got. I remember, I think I got a batch of five gangster movies from my stepdad mm-hmm. because he knew of the gangster genre. He loved the gangster genre, a whole bunch of movies, and he brought a lo- like at least five of them back uh, home. And like, I looked at them all. He gave me the run through. I think those five were Goodfellas, Casino uh maybe the usual suspects maybe maybe once upon a time in america uh i forget what else but it was pretty much that range of them mm-hmm. and off, off i go start watching them uh i think the first time i watched goodfellas i watched it and the disc you know would uh it'd be halfway through the movie cut the black Swap the disc around. you know, Oh really? That type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, what is this rip off? Yeah. And there was this whole like month that has passed. when we go to like, I think we eventually went to HMV and say, hey, what's going on here? This movie just cuts the black halfway through. Mm. So I've gone through a month, but I ha- haven't finished Goodfellas. Only just halfway through. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Because, because i have because I never heard the likes of mm. having to take a DVD out of the player and, and flip, it around. flip it and put it back mm. in to continue
0: the movie. I would have had that with like videotapes. Like, I'm pretty sure Titanic came out on two videotapes and it yeah. would get to, to the end of the first half and then the second half was the chip syncing. But yeah. I've never heard about that with discs. No yeah, way.
1: and another one where Once Upon a Time in America, except it was two discs. So you watch the first, mm-hmm. move, first disc and it ends... After like uh, you're driving the car into into the water, yeah. and then the second disc starts off with a guy getting mm. it's like, it, Wow, okay then. And, and and if you watch these things on Disney Plus or a streaming service, it just continues the whole three yeah. hours. It's it's mad in a way. And I was quite young, both in terms of appreciating certain movies because you know you're a child, your mm-hmm. your understanding of adult teams is not going to register right away. Mm-hmm. And then I was not um, informed or educated in the language of film. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because when, when you know the language of film, you, you kind of know... You ought to expect Yes. Yeah. And, or, or, but ready for your expectations to be subverted and mm-hmm. that such. So, for example, when my stepdad was telling me, good fellas, and, you know, you know it's... I thought I was expecting a, some sort of a whodunit mystery because I was told... As a tease, or like a, you know, a, a bit of excitement. One of them turns on, on, on each other and goes to the police. You know, turn turns informant, turns a, a rat. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh, oh, which, okay, so like this. Do you that, yeah. I thought it was going to be a little bit of a who's the who's the guy on our team who who's the mole who's, uh, turning uh, tail to the feds and, mm. I guess what I would have expected, let's say. Robert De Niro's character, or the Don, Paulie, mm-hmm. him, to, uh, one of them turning out to be the ra- the the rash, but it of course it was Harry Hill really mm-hmm. who did that, and I wasn't expecting it, and it felt strange because but he's supposed to be the good guy, mm-hmm. he's a gangster, you yeah. <laughs> yeah. good guy, yeah, so uh, that's one of my earliest memories in let's let's say Goodfellas and then the whole gangster movies just grew and grew and grew some movies i discovered on my own like snatch and then that you know but and then that sort of led to lockstock which chuck also myself dad introduced to me and fell in love with vinnie jones in mm. uh, in that movie it, vinnie jones is the likeable is the is the highlight of lockstock and Two smoking barrels but mm-hmm. snatch is a more funnier movie mm-hmm. i think americans prefer snatch definitely yeah absolutely the, yeah, and, snatch
0: is a really um a young stephen graham before he was kind of as big as he is now. Yeah, yeah. It's uh if you and those just, kind of movies if you go back and watch them they're like oh yeah, I know these guys like now. Do you yeah know it, like they, they worked work their way up
1: It would have been a steal to have Brad Pitt in there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because he was he was popular Oh look at this hotshot American coming over here. He does a good job mm. playing a uh, Cockney.
0: Is he Cockney? No sorry he he's Irish? not
1: Cockney. He's not Irish either. He's he's, he's Pikey. Oh yeah, okay. he's Pikey. Yeah. And and then there are some other movies this is before the British movie Legend with the Craze Tom Hardy. Mm. There was this other movie called The with, mm. with about the Cray twins. Yeah. And, but this was an older movie, you know, in Britain. And so I would be delving into the gangster genre myself. Mm. All the while, I was on and off with watching the first Godfather movie and I struggled to watch it. I, mean, I never got on board with it. And mm-hmm. I think I watched it by the time I was ready to watch it. Sort of like when you're ready to let's say watch Inglorious Bastards. Because someone who likes Reservoir Dogs at the age of maybe 12 will struggle to love Inglorious Bastards Mm -hmm. for what it is. Some movies you're just not ready for. You're just not ready for. Mm -hmm. And there's some of these movies I wasn't ready to watch either. Mm -hmm. I was just too young to appreciate I like them. Yeah. But like a a lot of them like that where you're, you're not appreciating it like
0: you're just kind of watching it for the violence almost. You're, you're Pretty, watching yeah. it for the wrong 100%. Reasons. Yeah. Oh, they're cursing and this and yeah. this bit of violence but you're not seeing the kind of... killing, yeah, the killing yeah. as
1: well. Yeah, definitely 100%. That's exactly what it is and then you're seeing other violence that I don't want to mention but let's just say it's beyond killing or mm-hmm. maiming or hurting someone but mm-hmm. other sets of violence where you're watching like, I don't know how you feel about this because you're supposed to watch the movie and enjoy it but not you're not... You don't you're too young for yeah, certain yeah, scenes yeah. and uh, that's my train of thought but that's that's my earliest memories of the whole I guess gangster genre It'd be, to be honest it's not a go to genre I'd like to um, seek out I, I just like good movies and for example I acknowledge almost all the popular movies I've just mentioned are good but they're not my favourites mm. What about you? Um, it's kind of a hard one for me to kind of nail down. Like,
0: obviously with gangster film comes crime cinema. So, like, how do you kind of define a gangster film? Like, what, what exactly do, makes it a gangster film? Because there's certain movies that, like, you would consider, like a, like, it's a crime movie and it features kind of bad people doing bad things, but it's not quite a gangster film. Yeah. One that you kinda of mentioned there, um, like pulp fiction. Like it is and it isn't. Like it's it's bad people like doing crimes and stuff like that, but it has that kind of feel of a gangster film. Um
1: another one uh, well although noting that Tarantino um well when it comes to Pulp Fiction, it's a Tarantino movie before it's a gangster feeling mm-hmm, movie, you mm-hmm. know? Um and then other ones that like
0: you <laughs> Like, if you define it by, like, oh, a gang of people coming together to rob someone else. Like, is, are heist movies then gangster films? And no, they're not. So, the likes of, like, say... Heat. Heat, um, The Oceans movies, Inside Man, stuff like that. Like, they're not gangster films, but they, like, you could draw a line from one to the other. Yeah. Even the likes of, I feel like, maybe I'm getting this mixed up in my own head of, like, oh, this is a, a Scorsese film. But for me, it does feel like it has that vibe of a gangster film but slightly different it would be like the Wolf of Wall Street. Because yeah. it's a, a group of people coming together, um, kind of coming from nothing, coming together to rip off other people and go down for their crimes and drugs involved. So it it's a strange genre in toll. Like what draws the line between a gangster and a, a crime film. And I think it is just when you when you see it, you know it. I agree. Nope.
1: I agree with the see it and know it. Like, you can tell. Like, I, we were discussing before this podcast that we, this episode of recording, that we were, what defines it? And when mm. we were listening, yeah, yeah, we both agree on, let's say, a portion of movies, but then there's some other movies we won't really agree on. Mm. Um, my, If I want to know and identify what a gangster movie is, I would start with the source in that of The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Why? you know why Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to go into it why Like, if you've seen the movie you know I think if you want additional uh, instruments to sort of help yourself identify it going forward well then of course throw Goodfellas in there Mm -hmm. it's not so much about a family that's running the show it's a bunch of men Mm -hmm. and their 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 wives doing their wively things but then if you want to Going to further, I would like to throw some uh, steps in in that of The Sopranos and Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Because that really solidifies how to identify the gangster genre. Yep. Yeah. Now, these are TV shows in both separate eras: Modern day in the early 2000s and the 1920s to, I believe, the 1940s. I don't know if it makes it to past a war or before, but... Essentially, two radically different errors, both solidifying genre tones in that mm. of gangster and crime, and it pretty, pretty much puts to bed. Because I do agree, movies like Heat, no, it's not a traditional gangster movie. It's a heist movie. It's a crime. How, you know, how would you differentiate Heat to Hell and High Water? You're both crime robbing movies, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And what about the Untouchables? A lot of mm-hmm. gangsters, yeah. Well, they're crime, but. It's, it's a movie on its own. It's unique. Mm-hmm. Same with the Tarantino movies with Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Other movies, like, have gangster backdrops. Yeah. But the movie is about something almost completely separate. Mm. Like, Road to Perdition. You see yeah. that movie? Yeah. With Tom Hanks? Yeah. 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 So, like, he's a gangster or a bootlegger. Mm-hmm. But it's not about... It's not, like... Um, a, a, period of of these people in their lives, like Goodfellas was, or mm-hmm. like Casino was, and then another movie, I would argue similar vein, Lawless. Mm-hmm. That's I wouldn't be so quick to call that a gangster movie, bootleg and moonshine movie, or a movie about three brothers. Mm-hmm. Into, you know what I mean? So yes, yeah, definitely all a crime. But but then let's go back into a bit, and yeah, that, I I could see how this movie, like American Gangster, or how The Departed. Or how Scarface could be, yeah, more in the vein of feeling like gangster movies. Yep. Even though, let's say, a movie like Scarface may not be so, but Scarface has such a strong identity. And then if you just want to throw that Al Pacino tie in, well, Mm -hmm. then go for it. So, yeah, it seems like a lot of these kind of crime
0: and gangster films, you're seeing a lot of the same faces. And I think there's a top five. Yeah, you know that I think you kind of mentioned it that like like there with Al Pacino. There's a a a few not directors but actors that like you'd nearly look into their filmography to see the the gangster side of it.
1: Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to argue that Harvey Keitel is a veteran one, but not as popular as Robert De Niro or Al Pacino. Yeah, and then I'd like to throw the next two in in that of Joe Pesci and oh, who's the last one I was thinking of? So
0: Harvey Keitel, Robert De Niro. Al
1: Pacino, Joe Pesci, Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta, yeah, Ray yeah. Liotta definitely, and like, and then we had the movie Many Saints of Newark, which mm. if you watch the Sopranos, well then it's just the tie-in team of, of, I guess what Goodfellas, what what was like because mm-hmm. Many Saints of Newark is in, in the sixties seventies, think. Goodfellas is a similar feel to that but it it being the Sopranos prequel movie it's its own thing but that has Ray Liotta in it Mm -hmm. and The Irishman has every other gangster absolutely yeah yeah. The
0: Irishman one actually um, just that you were naming TV shows there I will actually draw attention to the the other side of the water the Irish side Love Hate as a, a gangster TV show that's like a gangster crime one actually I'd like to do one better in that of Kin I have not seen Kin but I've heard great things about it. It's like,
1: I feel like it's the it's uh, the family version of gangster movies. So yeah. like with love, hate being let's call it good fellows. Well then, Kin would be the Godfather. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, but neither. They're not quite, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, they're Irish crime dramas. Mm-hmm. That's that's about it. And mm-hmm. you know, modern crime, Irish crime dramas. But I do like the shout out to it. Mm-hmm. Really good. Mm-hmm. Love Hate was popular, but when it was on, because I feel we, like
0: every single Irish um, gangster or crime stuff that comes out now, yeah, it's described as oh, it's like the new Love Hate. It's like the next Love Hate. It's the it's the the bar was set at Love Hate, yeah, and everyone is trying to reach that bar now ever since. Because, you know, all Irish people do is crime. Yeah, that's all we make now is crime and gangster stuff. And it's, it actually drives me mad. <laughs> no drama happens unless it's a crime one.
1: Yeah, they, they definitely throw some uh, Aidan Gillen from for yeah. other crime shows into Sing Street, a musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. so you got a bit of touch of crime in there, a bit of influence.
0: Um, so do you want to go over, uh, as David asked in, in his email, about some of our favourite gangster films? So yes. you want to pick two each? Sure. You want to go first? The Departed. Departed, yeah. Yeah. Like we were saying there, that's one that's, you could make the argument that it's
1: not, but... I would, I would make the solid argument it is, just a modern version of it. Yeah. A, a modern tale of it. Yeah. But I wouldn't be so quick to go into it because it has a bit of a different feel to it. It's mm-hmm. not family and, you know, family and friends and everything's good and if you betray someone you're going to get shot, whacked. Mm-hmm. This is more so about cops and robbers. Yeah, with a thing where there's a there's a mole on each side, mm-hmm. sort of balancing the scales on trying to save the day. Mm-hmm. And I just love the set of characters in in the movie, mm-hmm. like Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Mark Wilberg, Jack Nicholson. Want to add four more? Vera Farmiga, Ray Winstone, Martin Sheen, Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. And then there's a load of other actors I recognise by faces. Like, it's a, come on, mm-hmm. the the part that is really. It, it, it was a set in Boston, Boston. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think the, the location of Boston really sits well with it, mm-hmm. and it's not you know every gangster movie doesn't really have a happy end, and this one doesn't really, and it, it it's it's a good modern gangster movie that Scorsese did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this. Yeah.
0: There's actually a movie. It's a, a Korean movie. I don't know mm. if you've ever heard of it. It's called Infernal Affairs. I thought it was Internal Affairs. No, Infernal Affairs. And it's... Uh, I think it's from actually before The Departed. And it's The Departed.
1: It's the, it's, the, if I read you, it's the original... I know. I've heard of it. Oh, you've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Have, yeah.
0: And it's the similar. A young police officer has been sent undercover as a mole in the local mafia. Uh, a young mafia member infiltrates the police force. Years later, they race to expose the mole in their midst on both sides. So it's uh, an interesting... It's... it's I don't know if, if. Was The Departed based on Infernal
1: Affairs? Oh, yeah, yes, 100%. Oh, it was. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Um, it's a remake. Mm. The Departed is a remake. Yeah. And it won awards. Mm.
0: And I don't think Infernal Affairs. It's not one that I actually had heard of until. Friend of ours, Brian um, yeah. He, not you, Brian That's actually funny The guy that sent the email in His name is David And our other friend Brian Um, But yeah, he actually He's doing a PhD on gangster cinema Korean gangster cinema mm. So there's a whole genre here That we're not even touching Maybe we should have had him on as a guest To talk a little bit about that Fuck's sake But um, yeah, so you the, the Departed for you So for my first pick on uh, One of my favourites I would go with Legend which is, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, um, following the Cray Twins. Yeah. And they were very
1: much like gangsters. The two guys. Yeah. You know? British gangsters. Mm. Um, but as as gangsters would go, they fit right in. Mm-hmm. I think Gangster Don is just more popular in America. And Americans. Italian Americans. When are they yeah. Italian British in... Mm-hmm. It, it, when it comes to gangsters in in the UK, it, they're British. Mm-hmm. But it's a good choice. I would argue that Tom Hardy was too good. Double the time for
0: mm-hmm. that movie Legend. I think his performance in it is great because the fact that he plays... He plays both twins. Yeah. But both twins are so different than each other. The only thing they really have in common is they look alike. But even at that, they're distinctively different. One wearing the glasses... Uh, and the other one kind of with the I suppose that maybe one's very slick
1: back hair and scrunched face and you know mm. I t- Tom I think I think the one with the glasses don't wear him prosthetics especially with the teeth is he? he's, okay. very, he's very and he's, he's huge yeah he's got he's got the Tom Hardy shoulders yeah whereas the other twin is like a bit more lenient Tom yeah. Hardy yeah that feels just, like it's just him he turned yeah. up on the set you know yeah. Um, but I
0: think that uh, Legend is actually a really good one it's it's um. It's good for the is it, when is it the eighties?
1: I think it's the eighties or the seventies. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's an interesting one to to kind of compare these big like crime mafioso like groups. Yeah. Compared to like the two guys that are running it, you know these guys are in charge.
1: And did you wa- have tie-ins with you know the American mafia, like mm-hmm. mentioning um, a, a real-life gangster in that of uh, Meyer Lansky? Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a couple of B movies made on him, but he was also a character in *Boardwalk Empire*. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I know, I know some of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got my other favorite one is *The Irishman*. Excellent
0: choice. Very good.
1: I don't Um, know if a lot of people would agree. I think a lot of people say it's alright. I was disappointed, or it was good, but it was too long, or you wanted to have a a sentence beyond a or a single line. You, you know, I think a lot of people are put off by the runtime. And I was initially.
0: Yeah. And um, it took me a while to watch it. But once I did, I was like, oh yeah, keep a comment." you know this is, it features what, three or four of the it guys? It features everyone. Fe-
1: all five of the... Bar, Bar, Ray, Leona. So yeah, four of five. You know, I'm talking about the likes of Ray Romano, Bobby Cannavale, mm-hmm. Jesse Plemons. Other people I'm forgetting about. I taught this other actor, Dominic, Lutlum, I forget his name, but he, he's a... He's an actor you might know to see, but he's quite popular in a load of television character type mm-hmm. of roles. He's either a gangster or a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> so I was expecting him to show up because I thought he was. But yeah, the reason I'm choosing The Irishman is because it's the Avengers endgame version to the gangster genre. Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting for The Irishman since 2014. and wow. It was released in 2021. 2020, was it? was it 2019 2019 just before yeah yeah 2019 yeah I've been waiting since 2014 or maybe was it was earlier cuz something's maybe cuz I do remember like thinking in school mm-hmm. in like, in in my middle years of secondary school I was looking at like even a news article um Rob De Niro and uh, Al Pacino maybe Joe Pesci was there at the time and they're highlighting you know of course about Jimmy Hoffa and I've seen a movie with Danny DeVito and Jack Nixon yeah, Hoffa, Hoffa. Yeah. yeah I saw that movie before it mm-hmm. was one, one of the movies I watched in my earlier days, so I was aware of the backdrop in that of what the Irishman was going to be about and having Jimmy Hoffa played by Al Pacino but it's about an Irishman. Mm-hmm. Go us and uh, Rob yeah. De Niro playing him uh, mm-hmm. as a real life Irish hitman. Mm-hmm. And this was like a this was like net, what Netflix was going to go gun for uh, as their Oscar movie of the year because they'll always have one movie a yeah. year. Yeah, and so yeah, okay. So what? They're, they're sometimes they're age shows and maybe they're tech. Maybe people like to bit on their technology of the, the Asian and you're seeing a 70 year old man calling another 80 year old man hey kid you know mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. the movie was good I liked it I've been waiting for it forever it's the type of movie where when you turn off the lights and you watch it at home no one's pausing it unless the, f- the scene is over mm-hmm. and you're between scenes yeah, yeah definitely not yeah. in the middle of the scenes I despise that mm-hmm. if you're going to pause a movie or something do it when the scene is finished before the next scene mm-hmm. so um but yeah that's yeah so my two The Departed and The Irishman, both Scorsese movies
0: yeah you're right definitely it feels like Scorsese in that kind of way like we were saying with the five guys um who appear in the gangster films it feels like Scorsese is a gangster film yeah um you know it, director yeah, yeah know.
1: definitely in terms of the director um let me just double check Brian De Palma who did Scarface mhm he did Untouchables. Then there—that's why I was going to bring him up. Mm. Also, Robert De Niro and uh, Andy Garcia. If you want to throw in the, mm. uh, the Godfather, and then Sean Connery—I suppose on his own—but then Kevin Costner, but he's more of a man of Western genres these days. Yeah, and then of course Al Capone. And it's—we're—we're we're treading into a circle here. You know, mm-hmm. we're like Iceland—the uh, circular motorway with. Turn offs and exits mm-hmm. in, in between to the, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're, ju- we're just going around, coming back and around. It's like, oh, you worked with this person, and this person worked with that person, and that person's worked with this person, and mm-hmm. it's just going around in a circle. Definitely, so, yeah. So that's that's where we're going with. They're it. all within, yeah, all with, like, you're not drawing
0: too far of a line to get from one to the next. Yeah. Um, I think for my, I'd say, and uh, this is one of my favourite movies, um, I'd go with Goodfellas for, the, I think, I think it's the best gangster film. I know that The Godfather. For a lot of people, is it's the definitive one. Yeah. It is that it's it like, and I completely understand I, that.
1: I think I don't. I don't know. I think I think I think the Goodfellas is more entertaining, and The Godfather yeah. is more gospel or opera, yeah, or po- poetic or Shakespearean, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas Goodfellas is like the mainstream, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Like, I've struggled. I, I took me three times to watch and finish the Godfather, and I still didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And Goodfellas, I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But I was too young to watch those movies. And uh, fair enough, I would not have picked Goodfellas. Um, I would be so quick to sit down and watch Goodfellas just because it was on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll ever sit down and watch Goodfellas on my own sitting ever again.
0: See, that's interesting to say that because I think Goodfellas is one of those movies if you walked into the room and it was on you could just sit down and start watching it you don't need to go oh can we start from the start if you were an hour in or if you were 10 minutes in you just sit down and start watching it because it's it's so good and there's so many like incredible sequences yeah. and events and, and storylines that it's absolutely okay for you to just sit down and start watching it
1: I, th- I think a movie would have to, have to be more simpler for me to watch that you think? yeah like a simple movie mm-hmm. like not simple I mean like uh, like a I don't know, horror. or, uh, But then, I don't really even like doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't like sitting down and watching a movie midway through. I, I don't no really way. like doing that at all. Well, you did remind me of something. As a child, watching gangster movies when you really shouldn't be, not because they're violent, but because you're not able to appreciate it. When I start watching Scarface, I was told, all oh, the chainsaw scene, and then there's a oh, there's shootout scene, and there's a scene where they're going to kill your man, and then there's a scene where this man dies, and like that's all I did. I'd just watch those movies and I'd fast forward all the talking <laughs> scenes and just skip to the, to the, to the violent scenes yeah. and the shooting scenes and the killing scenes and then all the way to the very end. So that's a, that's a prime example as to how children shouldn't watch gangster movies <laughs> because they're, it's, it's not that they're violent, it's that they're not going to appreciate they're watching for the, the wrong reasons. Yeah, they're yeah. watching them for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, and then I suppose to
0: kind of wrap up the episode, um, just on the final point of, of David's email just our favourite Al Pacino movies whether that be gangster movies or just generally our favourite roles from him movies or roles or what uh, favourite Al Pacino roles yeah Scent of a Woman The Blind Guy
1: I only watched that recently enough Um, the for, for the first time it's a great choice yeah I just I just think he's a great character mm. and his plan and his mission in the movie and everything about him in that movie Love it. Mm-hmm. it just makes the movie more better because of who he is mhm even though I chose, I say, the Irishman as my favourite movie, it's not necessarily because of Albertino. If it's, if anything, it's because of Robert De Niro. But it's pretty much the grand mm-hmm. event of the movie being the Irishman. Um Yeah.
0: sad uh, woman. Yeah, good choice. Good choice. Um I would probably go for Insomnia. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, love that choice. I like that. No, I didn't pick. uh didn't pick him in our uh, detectives. Uh, and you actually, you did pick movie. You picked Heat. Yeah. Um, and and that was one of your favorite detectives. But, but our... those
1: those are not crime. Uh, they're I, not gangster. You know, yeah, no, they're yeah, they're crime. They're, they're uh, not gangster. Yeah, exactly. So, but, and I, and I prefer Apicino instead of a woman instead mm, of you know Heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. My actually, I might prefer Heat more though, as a movie. <laughs> you gonna go back over? No, there? no. Instead no. of a woman. The woman, because yeah. of Al Pacino. Of the movies the role, in that movie. Yeah. You can like a movie more than a single character in the movie. Absolutely. And you like a one character more than
0: than the movie they're in. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'd say for me, insomnia is like I think the, the character, the what he goes through. Yeah. And like just like the kind of way like um
1: No spoilers because I know Oren hasn't watched it. Okay,
0: sorry, I won't spoil it for Oren. Um yeah, no, the um it's a Christopher Nolan movie. It's a very early Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. It's not in Christopher Nolan's style. It's actually, not anymore. it's a, it's a remake of a Norwegian film, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's that, but it's, um, yeah, about a detective that goes up to Alaska and, um, yeah, the crime is, ensues there, but, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a, like, it's a, a noir because of the, f- the fact, yeah. you know, it's a detective, but it's, uh, yeah, no, I'd highly recommend that. It's probably one that not a lot of people have seen and, and not a lot of, people know that it's actually a Christopher Nolan film. Yeah. But it's a lot of surprises, um, you know,
1: as it is, and a great performance from Al Pacino. Yeah. I would like to compare it to how Denis Villeneuve did Prisoners. Even though Prisoners is in line of Denis Villeneuve's style, mm-hmm. just because it's not sci-fi doesn't mean it's not in his style. But, mm-hmm. whereas Christopher Nolan, like, it's just Christopher Nolan did Insomnia, Denis Villeneuve did Prisoners. And yeah, good choice. Yeah. Um uh, I think that kinda of wraps up our discussion on gangster
0: films. Uh thanks once again to David for sending that email. We hopefully we answered your questions. Um I know there was a lot in that email. We might uh, look at some of the other aspects of it at a later date. But uh yeah, if you have any questions, as I said earlier on in the episode, send into talking pictures podcast one at gmail dot com. Um you can follow us on all of our socials. We're on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere you can find us. Um yeah, do many final Thanks for
1: hosting, David. (laughs) Thanks, Brian.